In this episode of Social Media Secrets, I am going to share with you some of the things that I really wish people had told me about entrepreneurship and business, especially building a massive following because, oh my goodness, it is intense. Let's cue that intro and get this episode on the road. Hey, I'm Rachel Peterson, marketing expert and queen of social media. The question entrepreneurs are always asking is how do I make social media work? How do I make money with social media for my clients and for myself? We're gonna break it down on this episode of Social Media Secrets. Hey everyone, it's me, Rachel, and I wanted to share some things that I've been talking about a little bit on TikTok lately about business and entrepreneurship and building a platform and the things that you never see people talk about because lately I've seen so many business owners, entrepreneurs, creators, people with large followings kind of starting to feel really down. I don't know if you've noticed this too, but they're creating content explaining like, I'm feeling super down. I feel like I'm under attack. I feel like the comments are too much. And it's really wild because so often we are marketed the good side of building a business and people aren't real about the the tough parts, the <laughs> ugly underbelly of building a business. So I'm going to share a couple different things and I'm just going to go kind of freestyle format. And then at the end of this podcast, I'm going to share with you some resources that have been super, super helpful for me, uh, especially my strategies for curing, busting through imposter syndrome, which is a huge underlying part of building a successful business is getting through busting through imposter syndrome. So let me know, by the way, on Instagram stories or here, if you really are excited about this, because I wish more people talked about this. Okay. So the first thing that I want to share with you guys is that you have to be super clear on your why. And here is why I say that. I don't say it passively. I don't say it like uh, just kind of a vague suggestion. I'm saying this as like, you have to know why you're creating what you're creating. Because if you don't have a strong why or your why is something like, I want to make a lot of money. Oh my gosh, you are going to be knocked off of course so fast. Oftentimes I will actually talk to business owners and they'll say like their biggest why is they want to make a lot of money. In fact, one time, oh, this drove me crazy. I talked to a guy and he was like, I actually named my daughter. Her initials are ATM because I want her to be so accustomed to money everywhere that she goes. My main goal is to make a million dollars so I can pay for a wing in her future school so that we can have a wing named after her. And it was very money driven, which there's nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with enjoying money. There's nothing wrong with creating money. There's nothing wrong with spending money. There's nothing wrong with hiring people and paying them well. Like all of those things are great and awesome. Can I get an amen right now? That being said, money alone is not a big enough why to keep you going through some of the tough times. So you have to have a clear why or else very quickly you're going to be like, what was the point of all this? I don't understand. Why in the world would I keep going? Um, the second big thing I want to share with you, and this is huge, is oftentimes the more that your content takes off or goes viral or reaches more people, you will discover the ugly underbelly of <laughs> the internet, social media, and sometimes you might feel like humanity 
as a whole. But I want to remind you that when you take off, and there's one platform in particular that this is happening a lot more on, that is TikTok, and then some people are experiencing this with IG Reels. The more people you reach, the more likely you are to reach the really cranky, ugly, uh, mean, wanting to tear people down side of the internet. So if you've never gone viral before, if your content is never taken off, you have never experienced the ugly underbelly of the internet and world as a whole. Let me just shut my office door real fast. Okay, so what's wild about this is when I first went viral back in 2016, one of our my stories about my small wedding ring went viral. Um, I'm actually not wearing it right now because I'm not a big ring person. I've never been. But what was wild for me was as that post went, went viral, all the comments started coming in and it was like mind blowing to me how mean people were. And at that point in time, you guys, I was not ready for it. So I knew better than to check all the comments because as I started to see them coming in, people were insulting the way my cuticles looked, the way my nails looked, um, how selfish I am, which is kind of counter to what the whole message of that post was about. People were saying like I was a horrible wife and I was an awful person and I was clearly a gold digger. And I knew in that moment to just shut it down and not look at the comments because I knew I wasn't ready to handle it. Um, but then it was a few weeks later after I finally was like, okay, I feel like my skin is thick enough. I feel like I can check these comments. I checked the comments and surprisingly, I made it through it. But then a few weeks later, there was actually... Um, a publication called The City Pages. Thank you so much, City Pages, by the way, for uh, making a snarky, really rude post all about me. I will never forget you. Um, but you guys shared this crazy, rude angle where people were just tearing me apart in the comments next level. And that's what the entire publication was all about. Um, did I actually just name names? Yes, I did. Wow, crazy. So what was interesting about that was back in 2016, I realized that most of the time, the reason that creators get shaken when they're being dragged in the comments is because they haven't experienced it before. And the truth is, you guys, every time anything of mine is going viral on any platform, I know to shut it down in the comments, meaning I do not check the comments mentally until I'm in a place where I can handle it. And so when I see these newer creators who are becoming famous or building a platform for the first time on TikTok or on IG Reels or on any platform really, I know that they're about to go through a roller coaster of emotions where people tear apart every single part of who you are. From the way that you look to the way that you talk to the things that you say, they're going to uh, look at everything that you say with a microscope and just find reasons to try to take you down for standing out in any way. That's not a bad thing. It's actually kind of a rite of passage. I don't. I wish it wasn't a rite of passage. It's just very normal. Um, but that happens quite a bit whenever something that you have is going viral. And now we expect it as a team. And my team kind of reminds me, stay out of the comments, stay out of the comments, stay out of the comments. And I do as best as I can. Um, now what's wild, and this is super important. I want you to remember this because building a business and getting famous are not one and the same. There are plenty of people who have successful businesses that nobody knows their name on Online. And there are plenty of people with huge followings on social media that don't have successful businesses and don't make a ton of money. So they do not go hand in hand, believe it or not. But when you have uh, a business that is also building a massive platform or following, people are going to talk smack about you. And I want to be super clear about this because there are certain things that they might say that won't hurt your feelings. They'll make you laugh. For example, when someone calls me a gold digger, I laugh because I already know 
that that's not even close to true. If somebody uh, insults me or says that I'm really dumb, that's not going to hurt my feelings because I know it's true. But when people hit on the things that are actually related to our insecurities, that's when it starts to like really hurt. So when someone comments with negativity or with hate or with uh, a troll attack and they're mentioning things that don't bother us, we'll usually be fine. But if they mention the things that we're either Okay, we're going to go kind of deep here. Um, sorry, I, just to just to disclaim here, I'm so not a psychologist. I do geek out on learning psychology and learning about how our minds work and why different things affect us in different ways. But I just want to be clear, I'm not a psychologist, so please don't take any of this as psychology advice. But the, the times when comments really, really sting and really hurt is when it's hitting on our core wounds, meaning maybe it was something that was constantly brought up when we were a kid. Maybe it's something that an ex-boyfriend used against us. Maybe it's something that our mom or our dad said to kind of hurt our feelings or to bring us, you know, put us back into our place. And so when those core wounds are hit on, that is when it truly stings. I wish that I had known that things wouldn't hurt on social media if they didn't hit on pain that I had already experienced throughout my life. And I wish that I had known that it was going to hurt really bad when that does happen. The next big thing that I want to share with you is that everybody shares their highs. Everybody shares all of their highs. Um, very few people share their lows, their failures, their mistakes, etc. I'm going to be so straight up honest in this podcast episode. The number of times that I fail, mess up, let people down, screw things up, have typos all over the place, the number of times that that happens is multiple times per day. I just don't go out there and highlight all of it. Does that make sense? I'm sharing the wins, the exciting things, the things that are encouraging. And sometimes I do talk about the things that are a little bit tough. But most of the time, most people are staying into a place of positivity, sharing their wins, sharing what's going right, uh, not broadcasting their failures. And that doesn't make them wrong. If anything, I think that it's good to protect yourself around your failures or your insecurities. But please know that every person that you are looking up to has experienced so many failures and mistakes over time. In fact, one of my favorite things to do is to go to Google, I'm going to do it right now, and look up someone that I really admire. Let's say, for example, we can just do a very simple one, Oprah Winfrey. And if you look up the words Oprah Winfrey plus the word failure, you will oftentimes discover Ready? How Oprah conquered her biggest failure. That is an Inc. interview. Um, LinkedIn, there's an interview called Oprah Winfrey, A Profile in Failure. Um, there's a video where Oprah recorded it and it's called Failure is Just an Experience. So if you look up the people that you look up to on Google and search for their name plus the word failure, you'll discover their interviews, the places where they share all the things that didn't go right. I just want you to know today that there are so many more failures, mistakes, mishaps, things that don't go right, miscommunications behind the scenes than anyone ever broadcasts. So if you feel like you're the only person that has those, please know that you are not even close to the only person. Every single person has that behind the scenes. Why? Because we're all human. I hope that this episode has been supportive of you in your journey. If you want to learn more about how to overcome some of the things, the insecurities, the doubt that we all experience, head to rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast. And there I put together 27 strategies for overcoming imposter syndrome. I will catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.
是。